the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Cavens, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray and Gordon DL here to take your calls 01419511025 It is a huge day at Ibrooks. Stephen Gerrard, his Rangers players are about to get their hands on the Premiership Trophy The fans have gathered outside, hopefully you're all doing it safely It has been a long and difficult road to this point And... Probably us We can't really imagine Maybe Alex can Imagine the the outpouring of emotion uh, That you're about to feel It is going to be A special day I'm sure Let's go back to Andrew McLean At the stadium I do want to hear from as many of you as possible Get on the phone And let us know how you're feeling Um, But Andrew McLean Just describe the scenes to us At the moment And we'll we'll stay in touch with you Throughout the the rest of the afternoon Yes We all know about the celebrations That have been happening Outside the stadium Thousands of Rangers fans Have gathered there To celebrate this uh, first league title in a decade for the club and now the celebrations can happen on the pitch the Rangers players are out there all in their full kits even the ones that didn't take part in the game today the likes of you know even Nathan Patterson Philip Hellander Leon Balligan guys who have been injured or suspended for this one they're all out there the full squad Ryan Jack as well is there and Steven Gerrard is there as well the fireworks are going off as well as the Rangers players wait just to the left hand side of the pitch they're queuing up what they'll do is they'll walk up and they'll collect their medals and then they'll go on to the SPFL podium that is in the centre circle at the moment they've also got a separate podium off to the right hand side which is more of a Rangers themed podium it's got their own sponsors on it it's got the champions branding with the 55 as well but what will happen before they go over there is the lift of the Premiership trophy so it's currently being brought onto the pitch at the moment and it will be placed on the podium while the players wait there's uh, some commemorative t-shirts as well amongst the staff a lot of the players have their phones out as well just savouring the moment they want to keep this as a memento as uh, the music plays and the fans as well we can see them over to my right hand side Uh, there are fans still sort of having scaled that wall that is just Uh, next to the Blue Gates in the corner of the main stand and the Copeland stand. There is a heavy police presence over there as they try to keep things under control, as we said earlier. There is the the government advice and the police advice and the advice from Rangers to please stay safe if you are celebrating the title win today. But the players still waiting patiently on the pitch, but there we go. It's the staff, first of all, going up to the podium. The likes of Gary McAllister, the likes of Michael Beale and the rest of Stephen Gerrard's backroom staff, Tom Culshaw as well. Guys that have been vital behind the scenes for Rangers this season and have aided Stephen Gerrard uh, over the last three years as they've looked to get to this moment, the crowning moment of their Rangers career so far. They're the first ones collecting their medals and on to the podium. The players still waiting patiently. There's Borna Barisic just uh, late out with a Croatia flag draped around him at the moment as well. Um, but yeah, they have uh, the staff have actually made their way off the, the podium now. Just a lot of waiting, you know, as it is. There's a lot of preparation that goes into these moments, a lot of planning, a lot of people from the SPFL that uh, have to put the podiums together and make sure it's a quick turnaround from the end of the game. And I can hear, even with my headphones on, I can hear the singing outside from Rangers fans. I've been able to see flashes of, of flares and fireworks that have been going off as well as more Rangers staff members go up to collect their winner's medal, something that I'm sure they will savour for the rest of their lives. I'm sure they'll all have their special places in their homes that they'll put those medals, the likes of Jimmy Bell and other backroom staff that are currently collecting their medals. And now it is the time for 
the Rangers players to make their way to the podium. Alan McGregor, the first one up. Of course, he is the SPFL Premiership Player of the Year. He was awarded that yesterday. And, you know, players that have played a massive part in this season, players that haven't played much of a part either, whether that's due to injury, whether they're just backup players or suspension. But Alan McGregor, Andy Firth, the reserve goalkeeper, he's up there as well. Scott Arfield, who has been injured the last few months of the season, he's collecting his medal as well. Stephen Davis and just one by one, Yanis Hadji, Kamar Roof. Uh, getting their medals, having a nice look at them as they make their way onto the podium and you can see the excitement building, this has been a long time coming for these Rangers players they've won the league title a couple of months ago and I think a lot of their, a lot of their thoughts, a lot of their energies have been just building up to this moment where they can share it with each other, there was of course that outpouring of emotion that weekend that it looked as if they'd sealed the league title when they eventually did, they beat St Mirren 3-0 here the fans like today gathered outside the stadium and celebrated with the players who uh, you know, we're hanging out the, the changing room window at times and uh, like today it's a very similar scene just the final few Rangers players grabbing their medals Joe Aribo, Glenn Kamara who have played key roles for Rangers this season and the final two players probably no surprise that are going up to the podium will be Connor Goldson and James Tavernier but there's Stephen Gerrard getting his medal I think it's Chairman Douglas Park that is the one that's handed over that medal to him as he walks past the Premiership trophy and walks uh, right in front of the podium actually to join the rest of his staff. He said that he was going to savour this moment. He wanted to watch the players and watch them enjoy their moment and he's actually sort of down on his knees also like sort of Marcelo Bielsa as you see him on the touchline. Steven Gerrard just getting himself braced as James Tavernier is the last player to collect his medal. The Rangers captain who, of course, went through the championship with them under Mark Warburton had that season where he scored a lot of goals. He's seen a lot and the trophy is handed to James Tavernier and he will make his way to the front of the podium. It's his Scottish Premiership Champions 2020-2021 Rangers. And there he is going slowly up to the front of the podium. The anticipation as they go to lift that league title and there we go, Rangers lift the trophy. They are the Scottish Premiership champions in an unbeaten 2020-2021 season. Lots of records broken along the way for them. 19 wins from 19 here at Ibrooks. A perfect record, fitting that it was a big win here today for them against Aberdeen. A new record of 26 clean sheets, which is quite something in a 38-game campaign. Just 13 goals conceded in the top flight for this Rangers side as the fireworks go off Rangers can celebrate as the Scottish Premiership champions well I think the music speaks for itself inside Ibrooks Hugh Evans. Yep. we are the champions rings out the players are enjoying their moment the fans will certainly be enjoying theirs and although people look at it through the, the lens of, of rivalry that all aside how could you grudge a team from wanting to enjoy this moment no as they say in today's world the numbers are there the numbers are staggering in terms of the points the uh, the goals scored the goals not conceded uh, delightful to see John Gregg there as part of that celebration the greatest ever Rangers player his statue is outside the ground he like Walter Smith must have suffered these last 10 years because they are iconic figures at Rangers and for 10 years, despair. And now, all gone. The trophy held aloft to symbolise the transfer of power from 
the east end of Glasgow to the south side I mean Alex it's the moment Rangers fans have waited a decade for which in itself tells the story but that's before you've even considered what happened within that decade and as everyone knows the hedge at Brecon and defeats to Stirling Albion and Alawa and Wraith Rovers and all the rest of it I'm not saying that's all Disappeared, but I'd imagine the Rangers fans that will seem like a long, long time ago now. Yeah, it's often as a blow, Gordon. Very much so. The scenes coming out of Ibrox at the moment are, if you're a Rangers uh, supporter, are tremendous. You know, James Tavernier, as I said, uh, lifting that trophy there. You're seeing other guys, Hugh mentioned John Gregg, Doogie Park, you know, has been very supportive of everything that's gone on. They've picked up the pieces as well, you know, other. People have moved on And uh, the players deserve this Gordon When you look at the numbers As you said They're absolutely frightening uh, And you'll be looking As I keep emphasising They'll be looking to build this They cannot sit still This is the first thing Stephen Gerrard's on record mm. As saying that The journey begins now We've got Brian and Nadim Already on the phones It's 0141 Rangers fans How are you feeling today? Pick up the phone We'll speak to you next Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. Pick up the phone and let us know what's on your mind. We are about to speak to the likes of Nadim and Brian, Rangers fans. I'm sure you are absolutely delighted on Trophy Day, and we would love to hear from you. We will get to the calls, and we've plenty of time. I'm conscious. I don't want you to miss out on what's happening at Ibrooks either. So Andrew McLean, if you could just tell us a little bit about what's been happening, I'm sure there's a, a major party atmosphere with lots of celebrations going on in and outside the stadium. Going on here at Ibrooks still. You look at the, the pitch at the moment, it's covered in the blue, white, and red confetti. The players are still out there on the pitch at the moment. They're all getting their sort of individual photos and group photos with the league trophy. And I'm sure you'll see them scattered across social media in the next few days. They're sort of behind a, a board that says Champions with the 55 branding on it. And uh, the staff as well, Gary McAllister with the the trophy in his hands, it's being passed around at the moment and they're all getting those photos with the 2-5 uh, the, the hands up for the, the 55 to talk about their league trophy. James Tavernier just down uh, to my left doing some press duties as well. I think he was going down to do some at one point and then turned around and got called back to do more photos but uh, you can tell that the, the Rangers players really enjoying themselves out there. Steven Gerrard is, uh, you know, purposely gone round and, and sort of greeted every single player, every staff member, even... Uh, people that you know play play a much smaller part at Ibrooks, maybe things you don't see, uh, has gone round and, and made sure to give them all a, a congratulatory fist bump as well. But I think the celebrations here at Ibrooks will be going on late into the night as the players continue. Alfredo Morelos is uh, currently singing into his phone. It looks like with a Colombia flag draped round him, and the celebrations still going on outside the stadium as well. Uh, fans, of course, as. As we said throughout the show, please stay safe and, and follow government guidelines where possible. There is a heavy police presence over in that corner as well between the main stand and the Copeland stand. But the Rangers fans still enjoying their time out on the pitch and I'm sure they will be doing so for the rest of the day. Let's go to the phones then. We've got Nadim. Let's bring in Brian. Brian, sum up how you're feeling today. Well, I'm just watching the pitch. I've seen Sky Sports and uh, I've seen Stephen. Gerard lifting the trophy, and he's he's went from an iconic figure in football to an iconic figure in Rangers history. Uh, I don't know if you remember when we won the title in the seventh of March. Uh, I was the first one on, and I was 
choking back tears. I really was. I was very, very emotional. And uh, I'm, I'm a, lot more, a wee bit more composed today, but it still, it swells my heart. I, I was thinking, you know, something. Uh, when Rangers won the title uh, 10 years ago, my daughter's 14. She wasn't even at school. She wasn't even aware of what was going on. She's a Rangers fan. And it got me thinking, uh, when Rangers won the title in 75, 74-75 season, which stopped Celtic winning their 10 in a row, and I was 14 as well. So <laughs> there's a bit of a, a, an irony there. Uh, I, I'm just... I'm actually a wee bit speechless. I, I, you know, see the, the talks of the way and relentless. I think that sums up the league season. And that's exactly what we've been. Yeah, let's bring in Nadim as well because he's been hanging on the line for quite some time. Relentless, Nadim. Does that sum it up? It does. I don't mean hanging on for 15, 20 minutes, Gordon. When we've waited 10 years to win, to win the league, so that, that's not a problem. But yeah, what, what a proud day to be a to be a, a Rangers fan. To be absolutely brilliant, emotional. Everything you can you can throw into the mix. I think, but for me that the, the you know Stephen has got to be congratulated. When, when he first got the job, I, I was one of the fans that I was so happy to get him. You know, I, I, I was hopeful that he would do a good job. It was his first job in management. You know, you're never too sure when it's your first job and what, and what a big club to, to take on. But the way he's handled himself, absolute class act. You know, the signs that he's made. Um, the way he's, he's played, but the big thing for me has been defensively. What you know, what an improvement from last season. Absolutely fantastic. You know, fifty-five titles now and. And yeah, I mean, the future looks absolutely, you know, bright for Rangers. You know, as 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 simply the best rings at Ibrox. You know, that's what we've been this season. Simply the best. You know, and and, and we are now absolute champions. Brian, sum up the what today specifically means, right? Because probably in surpassing lots of people's expectations, the league was won ages ago, and you all phoned in and you were delighted that day. What, what what is the symbolism of of Trophy Day and having seen the players really enjoy the moment and you know actually get their hands on the silverware? What does today mean to you? Well, it's just a, today's a culmination. Uh, the way the seasons went, and you know, you get the prize at the end there uh, to win the league title back after that ten year period. You were talking about the what the club has went through, you know, over the the last nine years. Uh, from administration to being demoted down to the, the lower divisions uh, and there was a lot of bitterness no doubt about that but I think we've used that as a real determination to get back to where we rightfully believe we should be Nadine what's the main thing you feel when you watch those celebrations and I mean they're still going on uh, it's different from the last time Rangers won this thing. There would have been probably very few mobile phones on that day. And now everybody, the players are soaking it all in. It's getting plastered all over social media already. How do you feel today specifically? I, I, I know what the call saying there about, you know, kind of bad blood about when Rangers were, were, were put down the divisions. I get that. But for me, you know, that, that doesn't come into my, my thinking today at all. You know, we're, we're, we're champions. Yeah, we're champions, you know, a, a few weeks ago. But today, you know, getting that cup, it's just, it's just phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? What a feeling to, to go 10 years without, without winning, you know, winning the league and then, you know, getting an untried manager in who, who has to stop 10 in a row for Celtic. He has to do it. That, that is the ultimate thing that he must do. The amount of pressure that was on Stephen Gerrard to come in and stop that. And he's done it. You know, not only has he done it, but he's done it. You know, 20, 23 points clear. 
um, 26 clean sheets um, in, in, in the league. You know, the high scorers in the league. I mean, what, what, what a performance. It's just absolute delight. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm 41 years old, so, I mean, what, what a season we've had. You know, Rangers have won the league. But, you know, Scotland have gone to the Euros. It's absolutely fantastic. It's, 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 it's probably the best football season in my life so far. It's been absolutely phenomenal. Gordon DL, you've watched Celtic today, and th- these two will always have to be mentioned in the same breath because one of them will win the league and therefore one of them will lose it. And it's been more dramatic, I think, than many people could have expected this season. Relentless is the word that's on the front of Rangers t-shirts this season. You've watched a team today who have not been relentless and couldn't get to that relentless level. And, and Rangers have, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, all credit must go to Rangers. It's a fantastic day for the club, their supporters, everyone concerned. It's completely different scenes here at Easter Road, Gordon. I'm looking down and I'm watching Celtic players, i.e. the Griffiths, um, Browns and, and that's of this world, shaking hands with everybody, basically saying goodbye. Uh, and it'll be a rebuilding job for Celtic and a massive job for Eddie Howe coming in. But on the other side of the city just now, they're celebrating, they're building on their success and Celtic have a lot to do to catch up now. What's impressed you most about Rangers this season? Now, that is a very broad question, but what jumps out? I think their home record is terrific. 19 out of 19. Defensively, you know, the amount of goals that they've conceded as well. Um, I think as a team, as a squad, um, that's an important thing. People talk about individuals. I think everyone at Rangers this season played their part from... You know, even the substitutions, everybody was talking about start of the season, how strong that was, the the starting 11, it was just competition. Steven Gerrard was making changes after the European nights and the Thursday for the Sunday games, it was making no difference. Everybody played their part, Gordon, and I think that, listening to Andrew there, that Steven Gerrard's going about the pitch, he's shaking hands with everybody. It's been a very, very good team effort this season for Rangers, and they deserve their day, they deserve to enjoy it, their success and well done to them I mean Brian when you mentioned the, the the long time in getting here does that does it make it all a little bit overwhelming it must be hard to sort of take all that into account and and get a grasp on how you felt throughout all those different moments and comparing it to how you feel today is, is there a sense of it being overwhelming well, I don't know if you remember uh, Manchester City had a documentary calling uh, about their fans when they were down in the lower divisions. Uh, we're not really here, and that's the way I felt. We just didn't belong down there. We obviously uh, had to had to do it. Uh, I hated every moment of it, uh, and once we get back to the, the you know top division, yeah, it was difficult to begin with. It definitely was, and you know we we weren't competing properly. Uh, but once Stephen Gerrard came in, uh, the professionalism that he's brought to the club, because we, we in our history we we have been a very professional club, uh, and we lost that identity. That's the other thing that Stephen's given us on the pitch. We've got a real, real identity, I mean, you know, in the way we play. Yeah, Brian Nadim, what we do know today that we didn't know when Rangers wrapped up the league is that. It is an unbeaten Premiership season Not a single defeat Six draws 32 wins How much has that surpassed your expectations? Because I know it has I will not I will not Stand for anyone coming on here And saying oh yeah I thought we could do that Because that's beyond anyone's imagination Is it not? 
Oh, absolutely, Gordon. I think, you know, I'd have been happy to win, you know, on goal difference, you know, to top Celtic getting 10 in a row, but to win by, by that amount of, of, of a points gap, you know, like, and like I said earlier on about the, the clean the, the clean sheet total that we've had and, and, and you know, everything that, that, that goes along with that, the amount of goals that we've scored and every single player, you know, to a man has, has, has played brilliantly this season. And, and as Brian said earlier on, I think that's just down to Stephen Gerrard's class that he's got and the professionalism that, that, that he's brought to the club but you know if, if you're telling me would win the league by over 20 points this season you know uh, sorry the start of the season you know I, I probably wouldn't have believed you to be honest but yeah now you know now that that's happened you know it's, it's fantastic you know and, and, and now the gauntlet's going down to Celtic to see what they can do but if I'm honest as a Rangers fan I'm, I'm overly a bit biased but hopefully this is this is the time now that we can dominate Scottish football for the next few years I mean Hugh it's been clear for some people since October maybe, November, December, certainly January that the Rangers were going to win this league but what have you made of the fact that they've done it unbeaten? Um, I'm taken aback uh, you know as Nadim said if you had uh, asked him in August would it be possible for Rangers to win the league by 25 points he'd have laughed no one, and I mean no one and anyone who claims that they could have seen a 25 point gap being possible at the end of the season is telling you a lie Rangers have emerged today from a nightmare officially emerged from a nightmare because they now have the word I always used on the programme the tangible proof of their success they have the trophy they emerged from a nightmare Celtic have fallen asleep Celtic falling asleep has nothing to do with Rangers winning the title because Rangers did it on the back of their own endeavours. Absolutely terrific individually and collectively. Celtic now have to address the fact that I would argue for the last two and a half years have been asleep and complacent and have now paid the ultimate price. And as Nadim and Brian both know, it is for Celtic to respond Mm. to Rangers now. But I would say that Right now, on the 15th of May 2021, Rangers are the overwhelming favourites to win the league next May. Stephen Gerrard's been doing his television interviews soaked in champagne. Three guesses which one of his players chucked it over him. Morelos. There we go. Didn't take you long, did it? That's the easiest teaser you'll get all afternoon. We're going to start hearing from the likes of Stephen Gerrard and John Kennedy and you next. 01419511025. After they play... You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Alex Ray, and Mark Wilson are here, and they want to hear from you. They want to hear about your joy, your happiness, your celebrations, Rangers fans. For Celtic fans, it's obviously about what's next. It's the end of an era. Scott Brown is gone. Probably John Kennedy in terms of being in charge of the team. Odson Edward was that his final game for Celtic? Christopher Iyer. The list. Really does go on Of course you Rangers fans It's all about celebration So pick up the phone And let us know how you're feeling Colin is in Airdrie What stands out for you today Colin? Um, hi everyone um, Listen thanks for taking my call um, I'm just I'm emotional I'm sitting watching all the celebrations and stuff um, And I see the interviews with Stephen Gerrard Tavernier the, the team and everything else But I just want to kind of personally thank um, Dave King um, Because I think Without him, would this actually have happened? And I know you went through kind of like the fitting proper process, you know, with SFA Vietnam and stuff like that, but I think it took someone like him with the business sense that he had, 
seen both sides of how you should run a business and, you know, dodgy dealings and stuff to get certain people out that didn't have Rangers' interests at heart. And I think if Dave King hadn't have stepped into Rangers, I don't know if this would have happened. So I really want to thank him for coming into Rangers, doing what needed to be done, getting rid of my cash and all the rest of it. And I think it's him that's actually ultimately made this happen. No taking away from Gerard and the team and the recruitment and all the rest of it. But I think the buck stops. Dave King was the man that made this happen. And I just want to thank him. And I hope he's listening because it's him that's made this happen personally, I think. Well, Dave King, uh, the best of my knowledge would be in Johannesburg, uh, taking all of this in. But the very first thing that Dave King did when he was seeking to gain control of the club was to point out to the Rangers fans that, to his way of thinking, the most important thing for him and them was the stopping of 10 in a row. He brought it up very early in the conversation because he is a Glaswegian by birth and he understands the ground rules here. 10 in a row, the winning of or the losing of was the most important thing about this season for the Celtic and Rangers supporters. And he's also to be credited, first of all, with bringing in Stephen Gerrard and then the club have to be credited with keeping faith with Stephen Gerrard. Let's be honest, if Celtic had won 10 in a row, Stephen Gerrard would no longer be the Rangers manager, to my way of thinking. But they held faith in him and they let him start that season that was going to determine whether Celtic won 10 in a row or Rangers stopped it. So Dave King has done, in the eyes of the Rangers supporters, the right thing by them. Yeah, it was a very important time, Gordon, when they, they took over from the previous administration, the three bears, Dave King, John Gilligan and, and, and Paul Murray. And that really was the start of the recovery. They made a few errors along the way, but they were the guys that actually kind of get this up and running. There's so many people, because you look at the current board, as, as you touched on, they stuck with their man, they have backed him annually and they have done that. And, and I agree with a lot of the callers who come on, Brian, Colin, emotion is really running high amongst the Rangers fans because they're overwhelmed. They didn't imagine it would win in mm. such style. And as I said earlier on, I think it's important that Stephen Gerrard is allowed to continue to build uh, and he has to be supported going forward. What in particular is it that, that makes you emotional, Colin? What, what bit about this day? Just, I mean, I'm 45, so waiting this long and then, to be honest with you, you see what happened in the early days with the club where you just felt that everybody was jumping in to take us for a ride, take us for money and stuff like that. You never thought it was going to happen. Where were we going to end up being? Businessmen were coming in and it just seemed to have been for money and stuff. Whereas I think with the appointment with Dave King, it just came across as he was wanting to do it for the club. He was a Rangers fan. He wanted to do it in a business sense. It wasn't to earn money. It was to earn his right, as you all say, to stop 10 in a row. Um, he had a, a game plan. And I just think he was the, the ultimate important appointment, I think, in terms of getting us back to where we should be. And I just, honestly, it's you know nearly 10 years and you're like, what's going to happen? All the things were coming out, we, you know, losing money, people were coming in. They weren't doing the right thing by the club and you just thought, is this just going to keep going? And when he came in, yes, people thought, right, his decisions that he was making, or oh, is he fitting proper for the club? But ultimately, he had to do these things, make the decisions, 
that's brought us to here now, and I think he's actually set us up to be successful going forward as well. Is there ever I a point when I'll... you ever a point when you doubted it though, Colin? Because listen, hindsight's great. You know, we we would all agree, I think. But you're, you're looking back now. We've seen Rangers lift the trophy, and you think, well, would this have been possible without Dave King? What a big turning point! I remember being there actually. I was there on the day working and doing the first press conference when they retook control of the club. There were then, as you say, there were mistakes after that And it was still a long and bumpy road Were there ever points that you thought I'm not sure how we do get it back from here To be honest with you, when they appointed Stephen Gerrard I was one of the ones that thought Oh, where are we going here? I mean, it was untried As a player, you know, worldwide he's known Do you know what I mean? He knows the game and stuff I just thought, are we making the right decision here? Um, Ultimately, he's proved it was right um, Stephen Gerrard has progressed the club yes it took a couple of seasons but you can see they were getting better and better and it was all to, to me it was all about stopping the 10 so the first couple of seasons as long as they were getting better I started saying do you know what this is the right kind of backing and then he got the board to back Gerrard as well in terms of money which was tight as well and I just thought that you know they made the decisions yes there were maybe gambles but ultimately, I think he had faith in Stephen Gerrard and it's proved that it was right. It was the right decision. And now I think that was a masterstroke because, to be honest with you, I thought Stephen Gerrard, I know him as a player and stuff, but was the right for management. And it's turned out to be the case. I, I can't thank him enough, to be honest with you. It's just it's brilliant. Enjoy your night, Colin. Let's go to Kenny in Guruk and see how he feels today. Hi, Kenny. How are you, Phil? Eh? What's that? Sorry? How is everybody okay? Yeah, it's yeah? all good, Kenny, all good. How good? How, how, about, how are you though, more importantly? Yeah, I'm over the moon. You're so weird about my thunder there. You know, over the dark days. There was times, you know, but I think most Rangers fans would think, are we ever going to get back? You know, when everybody seemed to be having a kick at us, um, when everybody seemed to be taking a loan of us, when it came out about how much we were getting for the shirts, you know, you know, a pound, you know, maybe ten pence to pound or something like that was back in the day. It, it seemed a long, long way back. This season has been fantastic. I don't know how they get through COVID to fit Rangers. It must be a really bad season for Celtic fans to have to go through everything going on in the world and have your team playing as bad as that. But I'm a bit emotional. I'm immensely proud today. Yeah, I mean, listen, I can hear that in your your voice, Kenny. Take a take a moment, take a breath, and uh, manage to, to to get the composure back. Because I know you'll have lots of thoughts that you want to share with us. But uh, that's that's what it means to people, Alex. Ray, that will resonate with yeah, you, I'm sure. Yeah, without doubt, Gordon. I uh, I said earlier on, and I mentioned guys like Sandy Jart. There's people who are no, no longer with us, Gordon, and uh, it has been a hell of a road for everyone. You know, the, the few recallers. Um, I think one of the key things when I, I actually said this when Stephen Gerrard got in, and partly that was because of. When I played against him, I seen a guy that had real high standards. Now you never know how he's going to transfer that into, and it has been a couple of years in the making to do that. But I always felt as if he was, if he was given the tools, he would be able to implement that onto his players, uh, and he and he has done that. And one of the earlier callers said something, and I think also it's really important. There has been a generation of Rangers fans who have never seen this mm-hmm. today, Gordon. So you had maybe twelve, fourteen. This is the first time that people will actually have seen that and had memories yeah. of lifting that trophy. And that is your next generation of fans coming through the door. And, you know, I can understand why Kenny is emotional. And I think there'll be plenty of people out there 
because of the the road that they've been on, mm-hmm. and it's almost a release that they've managed to win the league in such style. I mean, Kenny, we'll argue about anything in this part of the world, and we all support our own team, and we're all critical of other teams. But the one thing, and maybe I'm a bit naive, but the one thing I like to think that that binds us all together is we all care so much about football. See if you could bottle the the passion and the feeling that we've got for football in this country. It it's incredible. And how many times, Kenny, have you? Had to go to work on a Monday morning Or open your newspaper Or switch on this radio show And hear something that ultimately Ruins your mood Ruins your day Because Rangers have lost again Or they've had an embarrassing defeat Against a lower league opposition Or there's problems in the boardroom Or whatever it may be Th- That must have that must have felt like a long list of those days for you Where the goings on at your football club Almost ruined your day or, or played a part in it And now you're, you're feeling the opposite I'm sure I'm 60, 62 next week um, That's the one thing that I'm not happy with Rangers about It's my birthday next Saturday I thought I was <laughs> going to have a party You know for the cup final um, The last time that happened was with Wade Hibbs And there he is that, uh, that didn't go too well <laughs> So I mean that's another day you know When I thought we were going to win that cup Especially after beating Celtic in the semi. You know, you think, you know, let's go for it. But I think every single player this year has stood up, whether you've been a, a regular in nearly every game or you've been a bit player. Like, I was impressed today with Greg Stewart when he came on. I thought he'd done a good shift. Uh, Itton and Wright. Uh, Defoe, you can't go without mentioning Defoe. He's been brilliant. Um, while I'm on, before I go, um, I've put myself together a wee bit. Um, after the last Rangers, uh, Rangers Celtic game, it was at Ibrox, yeah, Rangers Celtic game, I listened to the podcast the following week. Uh, I was out power washing, had my headphones on, and I'm power washing away, and it was when the game was not on each, and Alan McGregor pulled that world day off from a Celtic striker. And Mark Wilson's reaction, I think he thought it was a goal, and his follow-up statement was, When's he going to retire? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember it well. I, I, I'm yeah. standing with a jet wash out of oh, the bathroom. Tears are running down my face. I laughed at and I'm like, ah, that probably just sums up just not just Celtic supporters, but most teams in the league. You know, McGregor this season, some of the saves he's pulled off. Kenny, yeah. if you'd have heard my reaction, it would have been totally different, believe me. There was one man who wasn't dropping that trophy today, and I think he'd be one of them. Hugh, I keep looking at the stats, and, and you, you can all chip in on this, and every time I read down them, I change my mind as to which one I think is most impressive. Now, it's probably a combination of them all, right? But 102 points, right? A new record for Rangers. 26 clean sheets A new record for, for our top flight in Scotland 92 goals 25 points ahead of Celtic They've won all 19 games at home It's a 38 point swing from last season In terms of the, the gap mm-hmm. I mean it's all, it's all impressive But if every, every time you stumble across a new stat You think oh, I didn't realise you know, the number of records there Well it's a season summed up in two words Utter domination In terms of the league season Um and that's why I say that the other pleasing thing for Kenny on the line and all the other Ranger supporters is that they are already well in front for next season as well because Celtic do not have a manager and do not have anyone to deal with the recruitment side of things and are in a state of flux when it comes to players going out and who is coming in. So at the moment, Celtic are in a state of suspended animation Rangers have both feet firmly planted on the ground. Next season's planning is just about done. 
the players are coming in and they obviously start from a position of absolute strength and with regard to Celtic at the moment you have a state of absolute uncertainty you're right I actually put the Celtic team down the starting 11 today Gordon if you look at the potential ones that could go out the door Barkas Kenny will go back to his club down south Ayer Scott Brown's left Christie's into his last 6-7 months now Edward and Elanoussi so you have four mainstays which is Taylor Welsh McGregor and Turnbull and you're absolutely right they're in a state of flux Mark those stats that we mentioned and Kenny takes great delight at your frustration from the last game which is fine mm. that's the way we operate here but Everything about it you, you can't rack up those numbers Without You know All the pieces of the jigsaw Falling yeah. into the, place Listen the stats you've read out there The most impressive For me I'm going to stand Firmly in the defensive uh, Corner here uh, The defenders club But 26 clean sheets In a season And 13 You know Goals conceded Overall Is remarkable I mean you think about the The positions You know And McGregor uh, McLaughlin McGregor played the majority But McLaughlin Played his part In that as well Then you've got Helander You've got Balligan Who partnered Tavernier and Goldson Patterson played some parts In it You know uh, You know It's it's not Young Bassey You know Takes credit for some of the games He's come in It is remarkable To do that against Teams who pose Different challenges Because after the first quarter Of games Where you come up against teams And teams come up against Rangers Managers and coaches start thinking of different ways to get at them. And you've got to say that Rangers have stood up to every single challenge. And I suppose it's not just them, the the defenders and the goalkeeper. The three midfielders, I think, in front play a large part in that as well. The work rate Protection. that they put in to, to go out and shut down fullbacks or, or squeeze space. It's been a remarkable team effort. So that's it. That's a stat for me, or the two stats. The goals conceded, the clean sheets is... An unbelievable achievement. That's why you get McGregor, Goldson, and Tavernier all in the running for all these Player of the Year awards, and rightly so. I mean, Alex, I'm not sure if you could find. I mean, some players won't have played a lot, so they won't have contributed a lot. But is there anyone that you, you, you would. Everyone's had a good season, haven't yeah. they? You, you know, even the guys that have only played a bit. Yeah. You would and take. Kenny mentioned that Jermaine Defoe, he's not played a lot, has been a bit of a bit part player. Seven goals, yeah. But, but he still had. A good season for that You know That's been a, a Collective across the board Yeah um, I think there's Four or five players Who have dominated the, the player of the years But then you have Guys like Ryan Kent Roof's come in And made an absolutely Unbelievable contribution He's more than One in two goals I think for his uh, He's been a stop start With injuries as well You've got cameos You've got Simpson Coming into the mix recently You've got Wright So I think collectively Gordon They have come into A nucleus Which have been Very very strong Mark's touched on A few points the 38 point swing from last year to, to, to this year is remarkable To get over 100 points in any season is just ridiculous And uh, you know Mark touches on the 13 But the 92 goals as well So you're almost you know, 2.5 goals a game uh, it's, it's, it's really good going And it's interesting because Where did they go for here Gordon? They're of everyone's going to savour it now But I know one thing See within a, a couple of days Stephen Gerrard will most certainly reassess where they're going Hughes says that they've done most of their business now I still I still think they'll go into the transfer market And I think there'll be a few big mm. names coming into the mix Let's bring in James in Drumchapel Thank you Kenny uh, James, sum up your feelings today Fuck Annie guys, it's, I've been up and down I've been honest, I, I'm not ashamed to say as a 43 year old man When Tavernier lifted that, I was in floods of tears I, I've just, honestly guys, the last 10 years has just been I don't know, it's been a roller coaster. 
I aim at aim my emotions. It's just been up and down. The best way, guys, that I'll obviously sum this up is my daughter was three the last time Rangers won the title. Now I've now got a grumpy teenager on my hands. Bro. Don't get me wrong, no. No, the day right enough, she's, <laughs> she is absolutely over the moon. And it's the young ones that I feel sorry for that I've had to witness. No, the best of Rangers, no, the best of teams. I say to her, maybe about five years ago, right down your favourite River Rangers team, I could have wept. Absolutely wet with the players that were in it. That I always go back to when I was growing up watching Rangers, and I had leaders like Richard Goffs and John Browns, Ali McCoy, Sir Mark Hatley's, even Alec Ray. Um, I put down that, that a guy would obviously that would have put his heart on his sleeve and went out and fought for Rangers. The players that we've had shouldn't have been allowed to buy a Rangers strip, let alone been allowed been paid to wear it. But the new guys, I say, I, I, I went through this journey with my daughter. She's been there. She's been to your Britons, your Peter Heads. And it's to the young ones that I just say tonight, go and enjoy it, guys, because this is the real Rangers. We are back. Is that where it becomes emotional, James? Because we've heard from a few calls. Is that where the emotion comes from when you kind of sum up what it means to your, your kids and stuff like that? It does, guys. It gets me, do you know what I mean? It just... It, to have been there with my daughter and obviously shared all that, she's done all the, you know what I mean, all the hard graft and gone and gone to see Rangers against Stranraers and your Breakins. And it's that, guys, it's that thing now that I've got, it's, my, it's mine and her wee bond, do you know what I mean, that we've obviously been there, we've done it together and it's just, honestly, I just, I can't even put into words just how happy I'm other day. Honestly, it's just been, Stephen Gerrard and his coaching staff deserve all the things and the same with Dave King. Dave King obviously came in and I was on this show when obviously Dave King um, announced that he was obviously uh, retiring and my biggest thing to him was that we've, I've still got a team to go and support. The Rangers fans have still got a team that we know that we can be so, so proud of. Honestly, guys, I'm just... I'm, I'm over the moon. That, that, that's the best way I, uh, that I can put it today. Well, I lived in Drumchapel for eight years. I know how Drumchapel rocks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I lived there... Uh, Celtic won the European Cup That's how far out Into the, the past That I'm going with that one So I know what it means To people in Drumchapel And Easterhouse And Castle Mil- Ballonock And Burgedy And everywhere uh, Football is As important as life itself To people who support Celtic and Rangers So for the last nine years The Celtic supporters And their families Have had A tremendous time And they have been let down this season by the people who run the club, manage the club, play for the club. And it is for those people in positions of authority at Celtic who now have to try and get Celtic back to a position where they can challenge Rangers because right now the gap between them is enormous. See, for years gone, there's been a real hurt amongst the Rangers fans because of where they are. Um, James just said there about he's written down previous players uh, and it, it, it's where the club were at that particular time. Today is tears of joy because they've actually feel as if it's the, it's the end of that journey but it's also the beginning because they can also see growth and where the club's going now. For years there have been people in amongst uh, Rangers and my belief is they didn't have the, the club at, uh, at heart, they didn't have their interests uh, and you're now seeing what, what can be done if everyone's rowing together. And it's okay for a guy who comes for Dennis, and it's okay to shed a tear. You know, I, I watch X Factor every, and when somebody's getting rejected, well, oh, I'm in tears. So, <laughs> there's okay. the admission I didn't expect <laughs> on today's show. So there you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you get to that middle age. 
James It's okay to kind of shed a tear Particularly for Joy Right so 01419511025 We will be hearing from Stephen Gerrard Very soon indeed And John Kennedy All coming up So pick up the phone It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 01419511025 Mark Wilson, Alex Ray and Hugh Kevens are here waiting on your calls 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB Let's hear a bit from John Kennedy He has been speaking after the game today It was a 0-0 draw for Celtic The season now over 25 points behind Rangers They drew 0-0 at Easter Road Scott Brown's final game as Celtic captain As a Celtic player There was one Interesting moment Where Odson Edward Smashed a free kick Into the top corner But Willie Collum Had spotted something Just as he was about to take it And he blew the whistle So uh, here's what John Kennedy Had to say on a, a number Of those topics In terms of defensively We were solid Good You know Never Barkas had very little to do So we had really good Control of the game First half I thought We started really well Really bright um, Just maybe that final pass and, and then finishing off The kind of the crosses came in the box and stuff we weren't quite there at the right time so loads of good stuff again just that clinical edge at the top end if you, I think you've seen it against the Livingston's and the St John's if you get those early goals it changes the whole mindset and everybody goes a bit more relaxed and the confidence loses you know but the more longer you go when you've missed a few you just see that little mindset of being a bit edgy again so need to fix that reset and, and be ready for next season I actually said to him at the time that he was, I think they were complaining about oh, two man will to block the goalie's view was getting in the way but that was because Hibs were edging two yards so um, he stopped at the wrong time unfortunately and sure enough second time he stepped up hits the wall but again you just got to deal with that that's you know the way things happen sometimes and the game we dominated we were good in spells but just one clinical enough It's been an emotional week for him you know he's not shown it in any way uh, in terms of you know, letting anything out but he's He's, he'll be a massive loss that's, that's ultimately what it'll be you know in terms of we always talk about replacing him you don't replace Scott Brown there's very few in the in the world like him nowadays in terms of the mentality and the drive every day every day you see it the fans see it on a kind of match day we see it every single day and that's the way he is you know the way he plays is the way he trains every day and he's come in as a young player developed into a fine captain proper leader you know and whether managers have changed players have changed he's always been up there front pulling every day along and that's been huge part of the club's success is because of Scott himself it almost feels like for me anyway the end of an era you know I've been here for a period looking through really good times really successful times and really crest of a wave this year unfortunately it's not worked out where we all wished uh, with that there's obviously your club captains leaving there were changes at management at board level the number of players leaving uh, loan players and whatever else it might be so it's almost like you, know, you draw a line now you know you look back and reflect on what we've achieved over the years you draw that line It's time to rebuild And go again End of an era Says John Kennedy Ross As a Celtic fan How how does today feel On a number of levels Obviously watching your own team And watching Scott Brown Come to an end And then the inescapable part Where, where Rangers lift the trophy What are your thoughts today? Um, well first of all Hi guys And uh, I just need to say Rangers over the season Have been tremendous And deservedly They've won the league um, no arguments and I hope everyone linked to the club and Alec yourself I hope you have a good day um, I just I just feel from a Celtic point of view guys that today was like a training match there was no no energy no um, passion or no desire at the moment we just we seem to be just drifting by games we don't actually want to go and 
take a game with a scuff in the neck and go right we're going to go we're going to get a goal or get, get three points but my my point today is just how how do the panel think that Celtic will bounce back next year? How do they how how would they how do you think that they'll recover after a season that we've had this year? Mark Wilson, take that away. We've just heard from and maybe link it into what we heard there from John Kennedy talking about you know end of an era and all the rest of it. Yeah, well, Ross asks how do how do we think Celtic will react? The honest truth, Gordon. I'd like to say they'll bounce back and they'll win the title. That's the honest truth. You'd like to think that, but it's impossible. To predict how they'll react Purely because We don't know who's going to be there We don't know in terms of The actual players who's going to be there The most important one is the manager Who's going to be there Then you know All the other positions we chat about Every single week And then you've got a new chief exec How's he even going to take to the job So it's impossible to predict Celtic fans are hoping That this jigsaw Is all going to come together And pretty quickly And they're hoping that the manager Will be announced And then other appointments will follow suit pretty quickly And then by the start of June The team will be in place To go out and recruit and make things better But it's an awful lot of work To get done in a short space of time And as much as the Celtic fans will, will go Yeah Rangers have won it But it'll be your year next year You can't say that with any certainty mm-hmm. At the minute Because big players Who have been big players And produced for Celtic over years And produced trophies Will be going out the door And who yeah. they replace them with Is important That's a good point Hugh Because you would Understand that If this was the same group of players The exact same group of players And the same manager And all the rest of it You would be forgiven For thinking Well m- maybe it was a one off Maybe they've had a bad season Covid No fans Blah 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 All, all the usual stuff And um, this team have won a lot They're a good team You don't become bad overnight They'll be back next season mm-hmm. But it won't be the same team And it no. won't be the same captain And it won't be the same manager And it won't be the same chief exec And it won't be the same head of recruitment That may well, it may well work in Celtic's favour But that that comfort blanket there of Listen, they've done it before They'll do it again That, that It's slipped because it's, it's, it's all changed It is the end of an era Since 12 o'clock today I've spent my time saying to you In my lifetime In my lifetime I have never known Celtic to be in the kind of state that they are in Seriously right though now. Is that not I mean think that The 90s and so on Really that bad Yeah but You know They are I mean they've just They've just won a quadruple treble Not too long yeah, ago Yeah yeah But as you said yourself That's all gone now Those who won the, the quadruple treble Including Brendan Rodgers And Neil Lennon They've gone The players For the most part Are going Or have gone John Kennedy said there You just don't replace Scott Brown Well they'll need to because there is no other natural leader of men at Celtic And they will have to find someone But first of all Ross and tens of thousands of Celtic supporters Need to know who is going to be the manager of the club Because they have been three months without a manager And I have never known that in my lifetime mm. you, you might have had a succession of managers in the 90s from Billy McNeil to Liam Brady, from Liam Brady to Lou McCarry, from Lou McCarry to Tommy Burns, from Tommy Burns to uh, Joe Vengloss, from Joe Vengloss to Vim Jansen, all in the 90s. But right now, the Celtic fans for three months have been left in a position where they don't know who the next manager of the club will be and all things will stem from that managerial appointment. So Ross and those fans, if they don't get an answer in the coming week... Then what in the name of goodness is going on? Ross, what gives you 
the the most hope for next season? What 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 are you pinning it all on? There is a lot of uncertainty there, but is there anything about this season, anything about this team, anything about the current set of circumstances that reassures you that everything will be all right? Um, well, I do think that since David Tumbles came into the team, I think we've we've had a an an, an energizing midfield. Um, I think at the start of the season was it was a collective of things, but. I think going forward we are going to lose players in the summer etc um, and people are moving on so I, I think the thing that, that makes me more excited for next season is the fact that it is going to be a rebuild um, but I'm, a, I'm of the understanding that I think next year Celtic will finish second again I don't think we'll go straight away and win the league I think it will be a case of a couple of seasons to, to rebuild um, but just what well, for you touched on there, I do think that the Celtic board need to come out and they need to now let us know, right, is it going to be Eddie Howe? Because for the last three months, it's been Eddie Howe and Jack Gross and somebody else and somebody else every day. So I think the season's finished now. It's now time for the board to start answering questions and let us know where we're going to be going next season. Interesting to hear Ross as a Celtic fan. Just admitting, Alex, mm. you can't see Celtic winning the league next season. Um a lot of the talk today is about you know where Rangers have been sure. and what they've had to come through to get here. I'm not really comparing the two because it was a long time for Rangers and down the divisions and some of the players that they had yeah. to play and so on. So I'm not necessarily comparing them. But Celtic, if they can somehow win the league next season, that that's going to be have to be a heck of a turnaround from here, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I've often said that, Gordon, and uh, th- there is no comparison to where Rangers were and where Celtic at the moment. Celtic have big assets. You look at Edward and things which will allow them to, to go and spend a few quid, reinvest that back into the, the current squad, Gordon. I've been saying with you for weeks now, it's, uh, this midweek, I think it's up to 12 weeks, so we're 11 wow. and a half weeks down. There's no sign of a manager. I feel as if because of the way the club is at, at the moment in terms of Loan, four or five loan players that will go back to their clubs you have Scott Brown leaving then you have uh, Ayeti Griffiths question marks over them Rogic uh, Beaton are they still going to be about the place then you have to ship out uh, Barkas and, and the likes and you have so few time to do mm-hmm. that Gordon because you have uh, as I said in five weeks time you're going to have a pre-season to start with for the new campaign you have to get all these guys signed up and we know how difficult deals are predominantly with yourself have stuttered over the years, even from a power of strength. Who is actually recruiting these players? Are you using the previous head of recruitment's watch list, if you like, to see the potential targets on the back mm. of what happened last year? So see, there's so see, many... Just quite on the recruitment, me. but I'd like to see Celtic get away from this loan nonsense. That bringing in players' loans on a year loan and you know bigger clubs and bringing them in. I think you can clearly see... That that works every so often With one player out of a bunch I think the problem is When you get a whole bunch of them In your team at the one time That affects the team Would you would you advocate a couple then? Well, maybe two, two maybe, or three uh, Listen, maybe one bigger player I mean, What, it does allow, what it allows you to do In the initial instance Is get a Patrick Roberts Or get a Ryan Kent So yeah. there's clearly a place for it Yes, or an Edward when he comes in yeah. But they, initially, they, yeah. yeah One, one, maybe two But I think when you put a group of them together and things aren't going particularly well like this season. I think you can mm. see right through it that players, I'm not saying they wouldn't care, but I don't think they would. I don't think they perform the same way if their contract, actual contract, was depending on uh, on that being their parent club. Well, Ross, make sure you stay in touch in the coming weeks. I'm sure it's going to be an interesting time. Thanks for giving us a call tonight. Just before we hear from Bill, let's hear from Scott Brown. The final time we'll hear from him 
As a Celtic player Truly the end of an era An unbelievable servant So many appearances So many trophies Not the ending he would have wanted But here's what he had to say after the game It was very nice to come back to Easter Road And have a final game here uh, It's obviously a sad Sad time but To be honest I've had a fantastic 14 years here uh, I think I'd rather be in my situation than a lot of other people. So, 620 games, I'm finishing an even number as well. So, no, it's it's a sad time, as I say, but I've got a lot of time over the holidays to go back, reflect on this season and the other 13 as well, and take the positives at the moment. It's a learning curve for myself now. It's I'm going to coaching as well as going to play, so I've got to try and take positives out of every situation and see how we can do next season with Aberdeen now. There's not been too much training because we've had the two games the, the weeks before when there was no cup games for us. It, it was hard seeing, especially uh, going into Lennox time, knowing it's my last days. But no, the, the lads have been fantastic over the years. I've met some amazing people, whether it's staff, whether it's players. But it's, it's a great club that will bounce back. Uh, we know we've had a bad season, but it, it's been 13 fantastic seasons for me beforehand. And I've enjoyed every single moment of it. We've went proper invincible throughout the whole season. We've done treble after treble after treble and it's not easy and it does take its toll on everyone's body and that's what's happened this year and we've gave it everything we could and we've just not managed to get that to end. I think that's the one thing that I'm going to miss, playing in front of 60,000 and waving them all goodbye at the end of it. They've been a huge part of my life over the last 14 years, they've been fantastic with me on and off the field. So it's a sad time that I can't wave them goodbye or even say goodbye to the old person, but I'm sure I'll be back. I'll be back with Aberdeen next season and uh, I'll maybe wave them or get booed off the bat one or another. <laughs> what do you make of that, Hugh Keevans? It's not the way he would have ended. And again, I get the way this city works with it's Celtic and it's Scott Brown and all the rest of it, but th- there's surely a bit of room there to just look at the number of games, look at the number of trophies, no matter what team you support, mm-hmm. and just say, do you know what? That's some innings. You're talking about the heart and soul of a club This guy Has grabbed Celtic By the scruff of the neck For years He did not have The easiest of introductions To the club He was a Fiery uh, Volcanic Young man uh, But he matured Into As I said The natural leader of men At Celtic And for years Under Brendan Rodgers Neil Lennon He has Lifted Celtic When there was ever any doubt about anything Brown was there And sometimes with dramatic last minute goals It's a lot for the Celtic fans to take in today Watching Rangers lift the trophy The understanding Visible Able to be felt That 10 in a row was not one And to take in the departure of Scott Brown at the same time A lot for the Celtic fans to take in Let's bring in Bill, who's a Celtic fan Bill, I don't know, are you on about the game today Or the bigger picture, or a bit of both What's on your mind? No, I was principally about the game today Mm -hmm. I watched the game from Easter Road And to be quite honest with you The performance of the referee Reminded me of a clown I just wondered when he was going back to the circus Um, (laughs) There were four occasions in the first half when Celtic players were going past Hibs players and their arm was pulled back so it knocked them off balance, on no occasion did the referee award a yellow card. And two of those instances were actually in the box. There were also two forearm smashes on two of the Celtic players, one on Ryan Christie inside the six-yard box and another one in the other field of play. The referee failed to take adequate punishment on any of them. 
So, in my opinion, the man is a clown, and I think he should go back to the circus. Um, he's too eccentric a referee for me. Will he call him? I, 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 I let's not name call too much. I mean, I appreciate the the humour in the line, but yeah, yeah let's not. But, but let's I, be fair. I know, and I, and I wouldn't repeat the word that Bill used. But I'm saying to you, he's too eccentric a referee for me. There are too many bizarre decisions, uh, and it's gone down through the years. But for Bill and for everyone else who supports Celtic, mm-hmm. it goes beyond today. It goes beyond Willie Collum. It goes beyond imagined slights on Celtic. It is about the big picture, and the big picture is where do they go from mm-hmm. here, and for how much longer. Can the Celtic hierarchy Keep the supporters in the dark Now there are no impediments There are no games to be played There is no reason why Celtic can't say Who will be the club's manager Unless They don't have one What To, to talk us through the mindset Bill Because Hugh's say, Hugh I can tell he's surprised That Celtic fans are even bothered About the ref today Because it, it's more important than that the bigger, know, picture. the bigger picture And so on is, is, What do you make of that? I'm just looking at a picture as in from today. Mm-hmm. I know the season has been a disaster and the disaster has been brought about by the failure of the senior management to make uh, the decisions that, sh- that they should have been making, the correct decisions. Peter, like, people like Peter Lawwell and the person who was in charge of the scouting system, mm-hmm. uh, the decisions that were made, first and foremost, to let Craig Gordon know when they didn't have Foster over the line, I thought was the act of stupidity and I think the signing of players uh, like for example Barkas like for example Ajeti spending a fortune on them without the proper groundwork being done so I think anyone else that comes in, I don't think they need to be the, the brightest star coming in to make better decisions than the decisions that have already been made yeah, it's been quite the journey, Bill. Thank you for taking the time tonight. If you're interested on Euros watch, Shea Adams has Southampton one up against Fulham, which is always good, hitting form at the right time and all that. If you want to hear what Stephen Gerrard, the now title holding manager, has to say, well, you can hear it right here next. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard I say tonight, it's not really tonight is it? That's just a force of habit We're a bit earlier on this Saturday afternoon Compared to others <laughs> I need to hurry I'm on I've seen the voice tonight I mean, Is that that's your new yeah. favourite show isn't it? <laughs> he loves it He's never stopped talking about it all afternoon <laughs> See if there's a ton of hadis all over it I'd lash. love to see him on that Miming to World in Motion Could we now know that you've got the yeah. You've got the skills to back it up Head over to Alec Ray's Twitter account If you're wondering what on earth we're on about uh, Right, let's hear from Stephen Gerrard He finally got his hands on the Scottish Premiership Trophy And as you can imagine, he's delighted I think some of the numbers we we as a group But especially the players have posted this season Have been really impressive um, But when it does settles and we come back to reset to go again They're, they're probably going to go against us Because it adds more pressure the expectation goes up naturally at a club like this uh, because we've done it in style, we've done it very early. But even when you do it and it's done, you still wait for this special day to, to be parked up next to this this trophy which is special to all of us and we've worked ever so hard for it. The players deserve all the credit and the plaudits for it. They just need the guiding and um, that's what we've done as a staff. We've given them a, a way of playing, an environment and a culture to grow and express themselves. Um, and this fella next to me has been through more than most So 
I'm ever so proud of him personally and, and the rest of his teammates because they've given me absolutely everything and more. Listen, first and foremost, it was about James. Um, he's been here at the club now for five years. Um, he's more educated on it than me. He's had more feelings. Um, he's been on a longer journey than me. Um, when I first spoke to him, he was on just before his wedding or just after his wedding. Mm. And um, I remember our first conversation like it was yesterday. And the three years has been enjoyable. We, we've had to suffer at times. We've had some setbacks, um, but we've never lost belief that one day we'd get to this moment. And the important thing now is to use it as a launch pad. At this club, you can't stand still. One's not enough. I've said it in yesterday's press conference. I still believe in that. We'll make the group stronger. We'll, we'll keep helping the lads. We'll, we'll reset these and freshen them up because it's been a tough year for everyone um, with the COVID. Everyone's had to sacrifice a lot. The families have had to sacrifice a lot. The supporters more than anyone. So we want to share this moment and enjoy it for a few weeks, and then reset and go again. Let's bring in David, who's a Rangers fan from Alloa, and see what's on his mind tonight. Hi, David. Hi, Gordon. Thanks for taking my call. A pleasure. What's on your mind? First, I'd like to thank you for the show that you've uh, you've been involved in for the last year or so uh, through the COVID. It's been absolutely amazing. Well, very kind of you, thank you It's been a pleasure for us to even been, have work to come to David and, and be able to talk to you guys We we yeah. appreciate it Especially keeping the mushroom and the dazzler in check <laughs> Ah, somebody's got to do it Babysitting <laughs> uh, David Hard work, I'll tell you um, No, I just like I'm obviously a Rangers fan, obviously And um, obviously it's been 10 years in the making And um, I, I got a bottle of champagne for my Christmas last year So I've, I've kept it for today So I've cracked it open uh, after the final whistle it's just been an amazing season and I'm really pleased for especially one man in James Tavernier for what he's been through for the Lord League and bringing us all the way back up. So a special mention for him and he's my player of the year. Yeah, do you know what David, you just heard the clip from Stephen Gerrard singling him out as well. This is a guy who has been humiliated by Celtic many times, who was called a serial loser, who got crucified off his own support many times for... Not being captain material And he put a comment in the programme notes About other teams smelling blood And Rangers not having the mentality That went against him as well What must he be feeling today Hugh To have dealt with all that And then lift that trophy up He's the one He's the one guy He got his hands on the trophy first Well for me He would be my player of the year as well um, I agree with the caller Because He And Stephen Gerrard Mentioned this He has been there Thick mm. and thin Good and bad, mainly bad. And he today must have immense personal satisfaction. And he, he had to withstand an awful lot of criticism after the, the programme article that you refer to, Gordon. And I think at that time, Rangers let him down because they, they should have read the comment and thought, well, listen, let's do him a favour and pull it. Forget that line. Just, you know, I've worked in newspapers all my life. You just take that bit out. And the article will still fit. Uh, so he was let down there in that sense. But the figures, the numbers that he's had this season are astonishing. And um, there's no more that can be said about James Tavernier. This season is about the resilience that he has showed. Relentless was the word on the Rangers t-shirts today. And he has been resilient and relentless. There's no two ways about it. There has been pain along the way. Uh, James Tavernier suffered probably more than most. And 
He's shown terrific character and leadership over the course of this season and he has done that with his performances. It's been a remarkable turn. Well, you played full-back 19 goals and numerous assists. It's phenomenal stats. It's, it's incredible. He's always been one who who delivers you know, plenty of assists and, and you know, chips in with odd goal. But this season, to bring it all together in one season, along with what is most important, is defending. I've said numerous times I stood on here before And I was one of the ones To give James Davenin And rightly so Still in my opinion Because Defensively He was poor And players went by him at ease And You know he cost Rangers A lot of goals in those years But I think this year He's been incredible Defensively First and foremost Part of a unit And then The other side um, It gets 17 of those goals I think before Before the new year and in that period, Rangers really needed them. That's what propelled Rangers to the top of the league. So for me, and with you, and with David on the phone, he's definitely my player of the year. One's not enough, says Stephen Gerrard, David. Um, but he's going to enjoy it for a few weeks first. Uh, I take it you'll be along those lines as well. Is, is it a bit too early to be worrying about whether you can keep it next season? Well, just a mere bold nonsense, Gordon, really. Eh? Just, just need to keep it going with the signings. We've started early with bringing... Uh, boys Simpson and and Norborg for Bournemouth, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm sure there'll be quite a few. If we can keep all the Kent, uh, especially Kent, and I like Morelos to stay for another season as well because he's going to get Champions League football with Rangers. Yeah, that that's that is what's yeah. next, Alex. Not that I know there'll be loads yeah. of this during the summer. But there's, there's time to get into it in detail, but with the title comes a crack at the Champions League, yeah. and that's something the Rangers fans have not experienced in a long, long time. And they've enjoyed their European nights recently So it's, it's an exciting time Yeah without doubt uh, They've obviously got the boy from Belgium From Oostend Sakala. Sakala Yes I've got him Scott Wright's in the door as well And I think in that piece as well They says they will be adding to the squad also But it'll be interesting I think obviously it's not the time to say Who potentially could go out the door But one of the guys that they must keep at the club Is Ryan Kent Because for me he's gone from strength to strength And when it comes to the big games He's the boy that delivers it's a good point about the Champions League Because for years we've chatted about Celtic And the power that they've got to attract big names To have a crack at this Champions League Well, Rangers have got that carrot this year To dangle in front of players But particularly the ones they've got there just now You know, they, they don't need to sell You know, they won't want to sell Alex touched on Kent Yep, huge at he stays Morelos as well These players will want to test themselves at the top level And David, I don't think we're going to have time for Another caller So the floor is yours Just for the final time today Sum up what Today has meant to you And your fellow Rangers fans Gordon I don't know where to start Because When we go put to the, the lower teams of Scottish football we've, we've been kicked up And doing soppy Hall Street We've had folk laugh at us And This is just basically For the Rangers family To the Rangers People behind the scenes At Rangers The staff The fans Present Rangers Fans And Fans that's no longer here This is for them This day is for them And I just hope it's something special I'd like to thank Stevie G as well And all his backroom staff Because it is a team effort at the end of the day Mark Wilson, how would you sum it up? Well, incredible performance from Rangers this season And particularly where they've came from But particularly this season Defensively um, Unbreachable at times In attack Clinical and the guys in the middle of the park have been up there with a pick of the bunch. Terrific achievement. And like Stephen Gerrard says, he isn't resting on his laurels. So it's all there for Celtic to catch up because the gap is huge at the minute. And Alex Ray, you've got yeah. the emotional input, the emotional connection here as well. How would you sum it up? 
Uh, a fantastic end to a fantastic season, Gordon. They have been ruthless, relentless, and you can clearly see the raw emotion for the Rangers family today. And it's been a long time coming, and they'll be looking to kick on again. The journey, as Rangers and their supporters have called it for the last 10 years, is at an end for now. They are champions. They are favourites to be champions next season. The rivalry between Celtic and Rangers is what sustains Scottish football and always has done. Rangers are basking in the glow of their championship win. Celtic have had a season from hell. They have to respond to what is happening at their greatest rivals. Well, sometimes the numbers speak for themselves. Well done again to Rangers getting their hands on that Premiership trophy Today, the final game of the season for the teams in the top six Played 38 games, won 32, drawn six and lost none 102 points, 26 clean sheets, 92 goals scored 25 points ahead of their great rivals over the other side of the city It has been relentless And finally today, Rangers get their hands on that trophy If you're enjoying yourself, please do it But please do it safely uh, I think that's responsible of us to try and remind you of that. I know it might be a difficult ask, but just bear in mind what everyone's going through at the moment. So enjoy it responsibly, enjoy it safely. Um, but certainly, whatever you're doing tonight, enjoy yourself. Fans of other teams as well, there's still a lot going on. We're here tomorrow at midday for the bottom six. An exciting conclusion there. In the meantime, thank you, Hugh, Mark, and Alex, Gordon DL, and the top team who were around the grounds. The biggest thanks, as always, goes to you. We will see you tomorrow. <laughs>